On this episode, Chris and I are going to talk about why having a high ACOS is not always a bad thing. That's right. I said it. It's not <laughs> always bad to have a high ACOS. Um, I think this is so important for Amazon sellers to, to know this, Chris. Yeah, we're going to break it down here and give us give you some reasonings why uh, our thoughts are on that. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, there's there's different terms. Uh, this is one of them that gets thrown around. Uh, everybody pays attention to, especially with their ads. And so we're going to break it down and, and give us, give your opinion, our opinions on this. Yep. So let's dive into why it's not always bad to have a high ACOS. Here we go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 41 of Two Amazon Sellers in a Microphone. I'm Dustin Kane, and with me is Chris Gramlich. What's up, Chris? Not much. Just grinding away on a Tuesday, you know? <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know. Day after uh, Cyber Monday, uh, sales through the roof. So that's, yeah. that's always a good thing, for sure. I think it might have been a record-setting day yesterday. In the I know, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so today we got a good topic. I'm just going to go ahead and say it right now. Sometimes a high ACOS is not always a bad thing. There, I yeah. said it. People's <laughs> minds just got blown. <laughs> I said it. It's not always a bad thing to have a high ACOS. Uh, I can't tell you how many times we have this conversation with sellers. Um, obviously, working at Solozo, we have an ad automation platform, optimizes your ads. A real common thing is, hey, I, I want my ACOS to go way down. Okay, well, <laughs> your sales might stop. Yeah. So, I mean, you hear that all the time and, and high ACOS is, is just not necessarily bad. It's just, it's part of the business. Yeah, and, and we've touched on this a few times. It's like, if you have a product that's a repurchase, like constantly repurchasing, Sometimes you want to maybe have a higher A cost because you're acquiring that customer at the very beginning. Mm -hmm. um, or if you're launching a new product, you're trying to acquire as many sales as you can. Mm -hmm. And if you're you're focused just on A cost at the very beginning, you could be missing out on some sales. Your ranking's going to not be as good as it can be. Um, your reviews are going to be lower than what they should be. So you know, sometimes at the beginning, you may not want to pay attention so much to ACOS, especially if it's going to be high, because you're just trying to get that flywheel moving, generate mm -hmm. sales, get some reviews. And as you get that ranking, especially for your main keywords, as you get to page one or, or whatnot, you can start to dial that back a little bit. So yeah, you know, especially at the beginning when people come to us, they're like, oh, you get my ACOS low. I need to get my ACOS low. Okay. Where you, where do you rank at for your keywords? Oh, I'm on, you know, page five, but my ACOS is really high. It's like, uh, that's fine. Your, your sales will even drop even further. Mm -hmm. uh, but if you know, if you want to try to get this moving back a little bit, it's going to take a little bit more of investment. You're going to need to be okay with higher bids uh, to get that product to, you know, page two at least or page one, hopefully. Um, and then, you know, focus on dialing it back a little bit, get rid of some of the keywords that may not be profitable <clears throat> and put most of your budget towards those one, those keywords that you do want to focus on that have a higher or have a lower rate cost that you can, you know, kind of generate some more sales through. So, yeah, it's, this is a this is a term that gets thrown around a lot. ACOS. I, I think the, there's going to be a transition probably to ROAS moving forward. 
return on ad spend. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, especially coming up, I, I see a lot of people probably focusing more on the return on ad spend than, than their ACoS. Sure. And even that number might not be what you want it to be <laughs> early yeah. on. Um, but I think it's it's important just to talk about also what what ACoS is. What's the calculation? I mean, the calculation is your ad spend divided by the revenue generated directly from those ads. All right. So it's, it's ad spend divided by revenue from ads, uh, as opposed to what we calculate a lot inside of Solozo, which is your tacos, which is your ad spend divided by all of your sales for that product in organic and paid, uh, which is a, a truer representation of what your ad spend is per unit. Um, a lot of times we'll see uh, in, in our personal cases, products that we sell where we can't get our ACoS below a certain level just because of the competition level that exists in that category, but we have really favorable tacos. So we're, we'll keep that ball rolling forever. If you have a 40% ACoS, and a 5% tacos, you're only spending 5% per sale on advertising across the board. And that's maintaining your ranking up there. So it's really important to look at that metric also. Uh, another thing that I like to point out is, I mean, the Amazon is a whole brand new world. Uh, but if you go back in time, let's say <clears throat> pre-Amazon, you came up with the product and you wanted to sell it in mass. Well, before you can do that, you have to advertise. You have to let people know your product exists. Those are just, at back in the day when you did that, those were sunk costs up front with no idea of what the return's gonna be on those. Uh, and it, it, when you launch a product on Amazon, you have to have at least some initial advertising budget that you're willing to sync to get the, your product shown around. At that point, the nice thing about Amazon is you have all the data about how effective your product does do on Amazon, how well it sells, how well it converts, you know, what your typical spend is going to be. And then you can make decisions about maintaining that product long-term or not. But I think a lot of people come on Amazon, they think there's free money involved and it's not like a, you know, like a product launched like it used to be, uh, but that's just not the case. But the nice thing about Amazon is, is the end result can be way bigger. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah. I think it's interesting. Yeah. It's it's important to know the difference between the tacos and and ACOS. Um, you know, you want to make sure you're focused on on both of those and, and have a metric to see both of those. Or to see both of those. Uh, Solozo has those both uh, inside the inside the app, so you can see, you know, your ACOS and your tacos for each product at the product level. Um, so that's that's super helpful for sellers to look at. Mm -hmm. The other thing you want to you want to know is. If your ads aren't showing, okay, then your bids are too low, okay? So you have to keep raising your bid until your ads start showing. That tells you right there sort of what your competitors are willing to pay, okay? If that's pretty consistent, then obviously they're making that work, okay? They're, your competitors are, are making that ad spend uh, or that per-click bid work for their business, whether it's because they've done that for a long time, they're so highly ranked organically that they're generating an enormous amount of organic sales. Um, and that's why they can bid high to maintain that ranking. Uh, or it's because they're uh, a product that has a lot of repeat customers and they're basing all their calculations off of lifetime customer value. 
So they're willing to lose money on a sale. What you have to know that because if that's the case, you can't compete potentially with a lower bid than that, which may mean you can't lower your ACOS. You could by not having any sales or not showing up your advertising. So that's when you have to make the calculation of, am I willing to bid that? Am I willing to have an ACOS that's potentially above my margins? And does that work because of the flywheel effect and what it's generating or the repeat sales that are happening? Um, so in those cases, if you're talking to somebody and they say, I want to lower my ACOS, they're essentially saying they don't want to show up on Amazon. They don't want to find the products. And so that's why a high ACOS in that situation is it's not bad. It's necessary to compete. Now, whether it works for you or not is a whole different story. Whether or not you have the ad budget to handle that, to rank, um, which is goes into a whole other rabbit uh, hole of why we talk about how picking your product is so important. Yeah. Yeah. And then, then to touch on this, like it's also important to have the right campaign structure. Um, so if you're putting your keywords, if you put all your keywords in one campaign, you know, different ACOS targets are going to be achieved for each keyword. So uh, I'm, a, I'm a fan of like separating out keywords or putting like your top 10 keywords in one campaign or just putting single keywords in one campaign. That's a new strategy or a newer strategy uh, to play with is just take your take your top 10 keywords, put them in their own campaign as exact match and have separate ACOS goals for those. That way all that budget gets thrown to just those individual keywords. And you'll really know like what your ACOS is for those keywords and if you can achieve your goal or not. So if you if your campaigns are set up the wrong way or you have all your keywords in one campaign and you're doing broad phrase exact and it's just a mess, uh, may want to revisit that structure and probably you know try to make it more clean and easier to read. That is a great point that you bring up because this is another thing that we talk to a lot of sellers about when we when we discuss their campaigns is you're either testing a keyword or you're testing lots of keywords, which is expensive because you don't know uh, number one how well that keyword converts for you or you know what the bids are going to end up being on those types of keywords. If you're doing that at scale, that's going to cost a ton of money up front. And you bring that up and your ACOS can be skewed, obviously, by all that testing that's going on because you haven't weeded out the stuff that doesn't work yet. Um, <clears throat> and so that you make a great point that your ACOS could be high because of bad campaign structures or or you're in testing phase, which is what we always call a launch phase. It's what I always call it. Um, more expensive because a launch is testing a lot of data points, a lot of keywords and where they operate. So you have to get through that. Um, and to your point, uh, just based on what it, wherever you are, based on your ad budgets and your strategy you're trying to employ, you can laser target your budget at more specific things like ranking for one keyword or a few keywords. Um, and that can certainly, if, if the ACOS is unprofitable, you know, at, at first, uh, that can help allocate the budget towards getting you ranked instead of trying to rank for a thousand keywords at the same time where you may not have enough budget allocated to all those keywords. So it's an excellent point. Yeah. And a little trick that, you know, since we talk to sellers daily, they use Solozo is uh, if you always want to be aggressive for your bids and you always want your bids to like constantly get increased and always beat the competition, 
a way to do that is, inside Solozo is just make your target, make it something crazy, like 200 percent mm -hmm. or or add a multiplier on top of that. But um, you, you'll never you'll never achieve pr probably a 200 percent a cost for a keyword. You're, you're just what you're telling the tool is like, I'm, I'm my goal is 200. So the software is always going to raise your bid and always beat out the next person so that you always stay on top of page one or in the middle of page one so that you get more sales, so you start to get improve your organic ranking. Um, so that's like a, uh, an easy easy victory for people that are, are using any type of tool is, you know, put your put your ACoS higher than what it normally would be. That way your bids aren't gonna lower and you'll lose sales. You'll, you'll still generate the amount of sales and your bids will still be uh, highly competitive. Mm-hmm, and that doesn't matter What's, what type of campaign strategy you have, whether it's a few keywords right. or whether an automatic targeting campaign that you're that you're mining keywords from, uh, <clears throat> it doesn't matter. And that's that's a great point as well. And so typically when we talk to people, we're talking about the different phases <clears throat> and what to expect. Uh, a launch phase, you just have to expect to not be profitable during that phase. I mean, if you are, that's great. Your product research was spot on or you're not in a super competitive category. But a lot of times you're gonna break even or lose money while you launch or while you do that product launch and you try to rank. Once you get ranked organically, you don't have to be as aggressive to maintain that. Mm -hmm. You know, you're there anyway, you're getting organic sales, you're gonna to wanna to protect it, yet you don't necessarily wanna turn your ads off once you rank completely, because then you'll, you could potentially start slipping. Uh, but it's it, you can lower your targets, and that's another th nice thing about automation is you can drop your target ACOS periodically, slowly, to find out if it has an impact on your sales. I mean, at some point, you're going to cross the threshold where your sales start slipping, and that gives you a pretty good indicator, um, especially if you don't if you don't have a thousand keywords in a campaign, but if it's you know pretty well-focused campaign and you're doing that, you'll get a pretty clear idea of what your competition is willing to bid <clears throat> and where your sales are going to slip off. So that's one one way that I usually launch products, high target ACoS. Uh, once I've achieved where I want to be ranked, I start dropping my target ACoS down. My ideal goal is my margin. If yeah. I have a 30% margin, that's where I'd like to get. If I can't get there, then I'm dealing in a category that people are willing to have higher bids. <clears throat> and we gotta you gotta work work with that data. Uh, but that's yeah, this is the, I think a real trick is uh, you hear a lot of stuff out there. We will grow your sales and lower your ACOS. Mm -hmm. And you just that's that's tricky. That's misleading to say the least because that could take you if that happens, it's over a lot of time and you've invested <laughs> you've invested money in testing for sure. Yeah, yeah. There's gonna be a testing phase, and this is where it's also important to, to keep track of your total weight costs or your tacos as we some people refer to because mm -hmm. uh, if that's if that's decreasing or it's it's flat that means your organic sales are improving so it's important to know the difference like tacos and acos uh, track both of them because uh, you know one's going to give you different metric than the other so uh, definitely let important me, definitely important let me add on to that it let you can, and we see it quite often, if you've got an ACoS, let's say on your campaign right now, that's, let's say it's 40%. And that's roughly what you've set your target ACoS at. 
uh, inside an automation tool like Solozo. And your tacos is well below that. Let's say your tacos is 10%. You, you can raise your target from like 40% to 50%. And now you're aggressively advertising your bids are going to increase and you potentially show up on more keywords. It's possible that your total ACOS goes down, even mm -hmm. though your ACOS goes up and or your, or your total ACOS stays the same, but your sales grow. And so I think if you start treating your ACOS metric as, um, you know, the, the more, the higher it is, the, you know, potentially, or the more aggressive you are with it, the more you're trying to show your product around and how it can actually have an impact on your top line, uh, big time, then you'll have a better understanding of that metric as opposed to just, oh, it's not going to work. My ACOS is higher than my margins. That's always what gets people. I feel like when they're, when they're doing this. Mm -hmm. Yep. And so mm -hmm. again, it's, it's important to know both of them. We're kind of talking about two different things, but ACOS and tacos, they kind of go hand in hand. So it's important to know both. Yep. Yeah. You want to, you want to look at them in conjunction, not, not together because <clears throat> yeah, for sure. If you, if you see revenues rising and your total ACOS dropping, you're doing your ad campaign structures properly. <laughs> There, there's no question about it. And it doesn't at that in that situation, it doesn't matter what your ACOS is. You can want to keep being more and more aggressive. So I think this is just a really good topic to bring up because um, the fear of a high ACOS is real. I feel it. I get bothers me sometimes when the ACOS is high, but it's a tool. I mean, it's it's a tool and it's it's an advertising plan that you're trying to get your remember you're trying to get your product in front of people so uh and it's competitive out there but if you can get that organic ranking it's great and i just just want to reinforce don't put a lot of weight on your acos look at it as just an indicator of how your ads are doing not necessarily your overall goal so i think it's important it's a great topic certainly if you're going to use a tool uh to automate anything any automation ad automation tool can really hurt you if you don't understand ACOS very well. If you just go in there and you set a unrealistically low target ACOS, your sales are going to stop and mm -hmm. you might, you're going to blame the tool and it was a lack of understanding of what ACOS is that really mm -hmm. hurt you there. So well said, well, said. Yeah. well, I think that covers it. Hopefully everyone is less scared of ACOS. Now, if you want to implement this, if you'd like to, instead of going into all of your uh, search term reports and your campaign manager and making all these adjustments yourself, instead of doing all that busy work, if you'd rather just set a target ACOS and let a system do all of the work for you to get to you to your target ACOS, that's what Solos is for. Chris and I would love to talk to you. You can go to solozo.com, book a, a time with either Chris or myself. We'll spend 30 minutes with you. We'll give you a demo of Solozo's platform, show you how it's doing, what it's doing. And also just talking about your category, your niche, what to expect, you know, competitive levels, what campaign structures we would set up if we were you. We love talking about it. So we'd love to do that. Uh, just go to solozo.com and book a time with either Chris or I. Plus, we'll give you a 14-day free trial of Solozo. Mm -hmm. So that's, you got nothing to lose. Yeah, <laughs> guarantee you'll learn something. 
Exactly. <laughs> Guarantee we'll, you'll learn something for sure. So we'd love to be talking to you uh, real soon about this. Um, again, if this content's valuable for you, you can find us all over the place. You can go to the Solozo Facebook page, the Solozo YouTube channel, uh, Solozo on LinkedIn. Uh, you can find Chris or myself on LinkedIn as well. Uh, and you can subscribe to the podcast. We'd love to see you there. Uh, but anyway, don't be scared of ACOS. It's not your enemy. We'll be back at this tomorrow. Everyone have a great day. See ya.